life can be overwhelming at times. What if I tell you that there's a safe space you can escape to? A house where you'll get your weekly shot of extra love. Are you ready to tune in? Welcome to Let Love Rule. And here we are. We are live. Well, not live really, but somehow <laughs> semi-live. Let Love Rule is back uh, without uh, Andy. Andy is uh, behind the scenes doing the producing and the sales and the marketing and all that kind of stuff. I just get to be here with you with Let Love Rule to Feel Better podcast. And a new season. And I'm very, 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 very excited because I don't know where this season will go to because we're really going with the flow here. And we have a guest to do that with. And her name is Dorin. And Dorin, you are from Holland. And, and you, you've been on a journey. And, and your journey will be central in, in the new season, I guess, because it's been a remarkable journey. Let me just introduce you a little bit to the people because who is Doreen? Doreen participated in um, a very special project called the Goddesses of Manifestation. And the Goddesses of Manifestation was an um, online project, a, a documentary and a book that was documenting nine women from nine different countries following their dreams. But not only documenting them, also providing them with, with coaching, with sisterhood, with accountability exercises, with inspiration, and, 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 and even uh, to um, setting them up and pairing every woman from all those different countries and all those different cultures and all those different wishes, pairing them up with uh, a specific coach that would and could help them in manifesting their big dream. And it, it's, it's been an amazing journey and, and more will follow. But one of the nine stories in the Goddesses of Manifestation is Doreen's story. And Doreen... Uh, represented uh, the Netherlands uh, in in the nine uh, women sisterhood, and though most other women had uh, more um, dreams about career or uh, wishes about um, manifesting something like a company or you know stuff like that, with Doreen it was different. Doreen, can you tell me when you um, first heard about the goddesses manifestation and you were approached to join? Can you tell me what um, your big wish in that moment exactly was? What is the dream that you wanted to manifest? And, um, and again, that was the reason why you um, participated in the program. So what was that, Doreen? Can you please tell us a little bit about that? Um, the reason of my big dream, what I manifested, um, is, uh, yeah to meet and to get together in a committed union with my beloved one. So let love rule. That was my manifestation, basically. Pretty, pretty, pretty simple or not. That's what <laughs> we'll find out, of course. But yeah. um, you, you basically were ready to find the love of your life. Can I put yeah. it that way? Yeah, you can put it that way. Yeah. As we all are seeking the love of our life somehow, or and some of us are lucky and found the love of their lives and um, we won't tell tell the listeners yet what happened with you we'll keep that and build that up just because it's such a beautiful story when I heard the story uh, Doreen I was so inspired and um, it, 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 it taught uh, me and, and hopefully everybody else that hear your story um, so much about love and allowing and, and flowing and 
and you know even having preconceived ideas of things and letting go and releasing and and finding self-love i mean that's that it's been a whole journey for you and um so w when you first heard about the goddess's manifestation um in, in what kind of space were you uh who were you at the time what were you doing how were you feeling and why is it that that you were longing for that 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 the coming home the love of your life wow that sounds like easy questions but um mm. um <clears throat> so the first time i found out about uh, the goddess of manifestation was actually when i was in bali and um on the question who was i at that time um um i think i was a human doing in process i just left um my company and i had a promise for myself that i would give myself space to uh, align myself with um with my true nature and uh, and follow my next journey aligned with that um so that's where i was in a headspace for for life and at the same time I was also in the headspace of being ready to um, doing the work to get connected and um, with my with the love of my life because at that time uh, before I just came to Bali a couple of months before that I realized by reading some books that the reason I was still single was uh, because of me I had to do some some work uh, of being available and so I went to Bali with two um, it was not manifestation at the time with two promises basically and two intent intentions that's the better word um, and the first one was what do I need to do to uh, get available for the love of my life and the other one was uh, work driven uh, but that's not for now um, so the first time I found out about the uh, goddess of manifestation and I remember that I made a joke to your partner in crime in this, uh, in this project, Ashmi, like, Oh, this would be a great story for, for your, uh, uh, for your journey. And I could make that joke because it was a safe joke because I knew your concept. You wanted to have like different countries. And at that time you already had another reprise of the Netherlands. And then later, I was like, wow, I need some help, serious help with this big question. Um, so, yeah, uh, why not joining? So I'm really blessed that I did it. Um, so where was I at that time? I was in a process of becoming my true nature. But on this topic, I had to do a lot of work still. Mm. Yeah, I remember that. And as as a disclaimer to 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 the listeners, yeah, the project, the Goddesses of Manifestation, is started in in Bali actually uh, by um, uh, my dear friend Ashmi and, and me, just having um, a, a dinner and and thinking like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we would just follow nine women from nine different countries around the world and and follow how they manifest their big dreams and support them in any way that we can, and then learn from all the lessons and the obstacles from it wouldn't that be cool and before we know knew it like we had nine women from nine different countries and you were one of them i remember meeting you 
in yeah. a restaurant in uh, Ubud, vegan restaurant Zest, uh, which uh, I really love, by the way. So I'm, <laughs> I'm plugging it. I hope, hopefully I'll get a free cacao ceremony next time. <laughs> but uh, I remember meeting you. And I, I also, because I've seen your journey. And, and so I can really uh, compare what I felt the first time and what I felt the last time we met. That was just a couple of weeks ago here in the Netherlands, uh, where at the moment we are. Um, and at the time, I felt it, your energy was um, almost dragging you down to the floor, almost. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. on the other hand, you, you, you had still a fire inside of you that could make you function. But there was a deeper, darker energy somehow around you at the time. And I've, I've seen that amazingly. And, and again, you know, the, your story is so inspiring in so many ways, but I've seen that disappear over the months that, that, that came and, and that last time we met, you know, you're a completely different person. It's amazing. Your energy is light. You're flying. You're, you're smiling. Your, um, your face is, is speaking. Um, and, and your eyes are, are uh, alive uh, and beautiful. So, th- I mean, th- that's, that's been my experience uh, in, in this. So th- I, I remember that, that very well, that, that very, 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 very beginning. So then, then you said yes to, to, to the opportunity, basically. And, and what did you expect of it? Did you, what, what did, you, did you have any idea? Or was it just like, you know what, I'm just going to try this and see what happens? Honestly, I didn't have expectation and I was, of course, also skeptical. And, and what you just really uh, well put together is in the time I was in a, like, I, I was like in a burnout of like being not in the right spot and, and uh, in, in, sever- in several in several things in life. Uh, and I always thought it was only work related. And of course, it's not. Mm. Um, so when I signed up or I said yes, basically, I was following not even, sorry, it was not even intentional in that sense. I was like more like I need a really big stick to make this happen and not uh, come up with some shitty excuses, which I was doing for, for years uh, and get serious on this. Mm, Um, So my expectation was in that sense, like I have no clue what we are going to (laughs) do. And the only thing I do know is that, it holds me accountable and I need hold accountable uh, for big things in life. I was like, okay, if this is going to be like followed by, by the world, then, then I have to take it serious now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, that was my only expectation. And, and although I did know a little bit of the format, I also didn't know what you guys were going to do and I didn't know what was required. And I really remembered uh, the first time um, we met with the goddesses um, as a like when you guys explained more about the project. I really remembered the feeling when I heard the other um, big dreams. What you just already said, it was more like professional wise. Yeah, we had like uh, Lynn from South Africa, and she wanted to create this beautiful social entrepreneurship, or um, mm-hmm. Melody from uh, Florida, but representing the Philippines, and she wanted to have like this international speaking career and um you know so they were all all really different in a way and so so how did that make you feel you say yeah honestly i like i wanted to run away from it like Uh why didn't i do like put up just an easy 
quote unquote easy, like just found my new purpose in life, business, or whatever that's gonna be. Mm-hmm. And and it's also came at of course uh, uh, the listeners don't know that yet, but when you describe this dark place in life, that was even before a really dark event in my life happened. So I think it was like just or three or four weeks after the funeral of my father who passed away very sudden uh, oh, wow. yeah. after I left Bali and before we had our uh, meetup. So between those five months uh, of that um, in the timeline, my father passed away. And I really remembered like how the, uh, this is the end, so I can probably say that, like, how the hell can I inspire people if I am at that time, like at the darkest, darkest place in my life. So I really wanted to like abort alert go away go away this is not gonna happen now so wow. uh yeah and um you stayed i stayed and honestly like i i can you tell a really beautiful story about it why i did stay mm-hmm. when i was in bali um i was in uh, a silent retreat and there was a labyrinth for meditation I know, it, I know it very well, actually, because we have in season one an episode that we re- recorded there at the Bali Silent Retreat, probably, right? It's beautiful. I know yeah. it's the same owner as Zest, so I bet you know it. It's and I, I bet you know it. <laughs> it's, yeah. a, it's such a beautiful, wonderful place. Wow. And, and the food. I, did you did you love the food? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The food was oh. epic. <laughs> Uh, okay. Because when people ask me, like, what do I need to go to do in Bali? I said, like, just do one thing. <laughs> go to the Bali Silent Retreat. <laughs> Good <laughs> advice. Good advice. Yeah. Wow. So, I, back, yeah. so back to the to the question I asked when I was doing that meditation. I asked the question, so what is going to guide me in this journey of becoming available? So I walked, I walked, I walked, and there was this basket of white stone with one word on it. So I picked one stone and it says divine. And I was like, okay, no clue how this is going to help me, but okay. Divine. Yeah, that was on the stone. Okay, so listeners don't know this yet. That's probably going to be in episode nine or 10 or whatever. Yeah. But okay, remember this, divine. Okay. Remember this. And then fast forward, because what you asked me, uh, uh, please feel free to guide if I share, but... um, when we had our meet uh, get together meeting uh, with uh, the introduction so the introduction call with other goddesses after that i had also my introduction call with gustavo who was the coach that we paired you up with yeah and then, yeah so yeah. That's my and um so he, and he was in, he was in new york and you're in bali uh no i wasn't in Netherlands at that time. Oh, okay yeah okay so, um, so after this call with the introduction call, when I was like, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to just call you guys and say like, let's change my, my dream. And I will just make it so- a little bit easier for myself or just mm. out at, 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 at all. <laughs> so then I had his call with him and he asked me the question. So what do you do on personal development? And I was like, yeah, I already been there, done that. So like, I really was like in the headspace, like fuck this shit, basically like, <laughs> <laughs> looking for ways out and then his introduction came so i'm gustavo and my mission in life is to align people with their divine love and i was like if like it was a lightning stroke i was like okay divine this is what i was asking for this is the guidance so 
Okay, we're um, talking about Gustavo Adolfo Gil uh, working um, in New York, and and some of them, some of us know him as the 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 heart whisperer. So anyway, he said some yeah. good stuff to you. He said like the one thing I only needed to hear at that point, and it made me like cut out of my own bullshit and like, okay, I don't know where it is, but I do trust because this is what I asked for. I asked yeah. what is going to guide me. Yeah. And he <laughs> just introduced himself with the word divine. Okay. Unbelievable. Here it is. <laughs> wow. See all those things that I just didn't know. These are, these are like details that I just love. Yeah. Especially when I hear the, the word divine again and listeners stay tuned Episode nine, probably, or 10, you're going to hear that word again. Anyway, yeah. go back. We go back. Gustavo. So he introduced himself to you. And I, I know Gustavo. He's a very soft-spoken. Did you see him? Was it a video meeting? Yeah, it was a video meeting. Okay, beautiful. So you see this, this Latin American soft-spoken guy uh, talking with this uh, Latin accent to you. And, and saying, hey, I'm here. I'm your guy. You know, I'm, 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 it's, this is divine. Let's do it. And then what happens? Whew. Uh, my first, uh, by default, how I op my, my brain operates, uh, and because you just introduced him like this, I was like, hmm, he looks good. He's Latin. I like Latin. So, like, my, like my list of, like, uh, nice beautiful man i love is like latin oh okay like cool. okay maybe cool. i'm gonna be like my yeah. <laughs> anyway cool. uh no what happened is we went on a journey he we had weekly um sessions with each other and the first couple of months were doing the ugly hard work i will not be like lying uh it was not not pretty and especially compared with the with the period in my life where I was in like in the grief and like in the full full moment of the grief it was um yeah it was a journey and i cannot even like recall everything we we went through but uh, i really what is like what is like you say hard work what what was like hard work what does that look like um you really made me like look into the darkest places of the corners where is my conditioning coming from around not being available what is the trauma which caused me of having this huge block of allowing love because that's what basically was happening mm. um what does it do in relationship with my own self-love um and all the questions which are like hard questions okay so so he was asking you questions basically and those were digging deep inside of you. Yeah, and, and, and not only question, he's like, it's always really funny, like you have to look back to, to all the sessions again, but uh, he also preaches for a moment, like okay. about like how does it work and, and, and trying to give a context of, of divine love and of inner work and just how the nature is working. So mm. A combination of uh, of showing and being a guide in in that world and letting me do the work by asking questions and uh, and giving me the homework of okay dig deep in your own system. <laughs> right, right, right. Good, good. So G Gustavo um, really uh, was like the right match for you in that very moment. In that very moment, it was really the right match. And I really, 
what I said, it was really uh, a dark period in my life. And, and those, those calls with Gustavo, I always, even though like I had like, didn't want to go, but I, I always went because mm. I know that when I did went, I did feel a little lighter after it. Okay. Okay. And so, so you, you've been doing that on a weekly basis? Yeah. For, and... for, for months, honestly, like thinking really intensely for three months. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and, and so when did you start noticing that things were changing for you? Hmm. Like the first time or like, you know, when you, when you like, Hey, this is different. Okay, cool. I moved on. I released something. I, I act differently. I broke a pattern. I, you know, stuff, something like that. Did, did you notice something or was it really gradually that, Suddenly you woke up one day and you're like, hey, I'm new, I'm, I'm happy, I, I am love. Uh, what happened? How, how did that happen for you? No, I think for me it was a, a, a slowly process with moments of like, of awakening in that sense, like, oh, now I feel, feel lighter. And also coming back, like falling back in the darker place. And so it was like a fine balance journey, honestly. Um and like Gustavo in his approach was always so loving and holding space and also uh, shine light on the progress I make. So, ah, good. Um, so I cannot like, now I cannot recall all of the little things because they're like the little things in, in, in the journey, which are the great foundation of the bigger things. Uh, yeah. So of course, like, because I, had to make these videos for the project. I did watch myself, so I could really see that there was a change uh, ah. uh, also in my in my appearance. But and honestly, like again, it was such a it's like such a sensitive time anyway. Like so, I didn't know if it was coming from oh, I feel a little bit more lighter on the grief, or oh, I feel a little bit more in place with my my professional journey, or with this. so th- there were so many things happening one time. So I cannot like name one small thing mm-hmm. and name a couple of big things but that's like really later in months like this i think like seven six months uh, later in time after we we work together so yeah yeah it is a it is a journey and a process and everybody has to go through it yeah and everybody at their own pace really so but so a, a lot of things uh, were, were set in, in in motion and and since uh, we love to talk about uh, love and especially self-love here and let love rule the feel better podcast um how when you started it on a scale of one to ten self-love where were you um the like the why i'm holding back is because in in different parts in life i was really like uh at a seven eight nine Mm -hmm. and at the same time uh, I always like have this scaling exercise. If you have to split it in different um, areas, and you can, in one area, not give a, a a higher mark than a five, then your whole general mark is not higher than a five. So <laughs> that's why I'm like, like, hmm, okay, how is this theory working for me now? <laughs> Um, you're analyzing it here. Yeah, yeah. I was just I'm like, okay, how can I get this over? But on self-love, uh, on this topic of love, I think it was like 
maybe like a slightly a five a six on yeah. like, uh, on on that part. Yeah, um, that, 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 that's what I've, I figured. And yeah. and so let let's put it this way: um, how how huge was your self love the day that you met the love of your life? Eleven. <laughs> uh, Wow. Plus. <laughs> that, that's beautiful. I love that contrast. Okay, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll go back there to that day that you met the love of your life, but not now. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I still want to go back to the beginning really a little bit and um, talk about uh, also Gustavo. So um, he did the work um, and you did the work uh, together. And, and so you came out of that um, as, um, how would you describe how you came out of that? Where were you once you've kind of went through all the steps with him and uh, you've did all the work that you needed to do for yourself? Um, when was that in the process about time-wise and, and, and how did you feel at that time? And, sorry, one more question added. Um, when did you start dating again? <laughs> okay, which question do you want to answer me first? <laughs> oh, no, no, question. <laughs> I, know, I know. Well, let's start with, let's start with, uh, so you, 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 you worked with Gustavo. Yeah. At, at what point did you feel like, okay, I'm ready? Um, we started working in November in 2019. And when we exitly discussed, as in like, okay, change, like test your new narrative now, that was around March 2020. Okay. So three, four months like I, I, I did write a little timeline when I was writing uh, the index of the book. The, two, the first three or four months were uh, I write that episode as doing the hard work and I really have to dig in to all of my notes to get that and relive that period because mm. it's like, as a, that's a good thing about the human brain. We also more remember the highs than the lows in detail. So. Yeah, that is that is true. I actually, I was at, at a, a seminar in Calgary one day with uh, Richard Branson on stage, and uh, and he literally said, "I don't remember the bad stuff," and and I kind of don't remember the bad stuff either. If I have to think back of a relationship like ten years ago, fifteen years ago, I don't remember any fight or anything went wrong. I just remember we had a good time. That's kind of how it, how it works with my brain. I, I hope for a lot of people that way because it's a lot easier, of course. No, I forget the details of that yeah. stuff. So I, I, I can recall how I felt, and but that's just one sentence. It felt like I was walking through mud and I was really doing the hard work. And there was like moments of light, but also moments of really darkness. So it was such a balancing act if you like walking on a, uh, in a circus act on the, on the court. Mm. So, uh, and like there were moments like, okay, okay, I get it, I get it. And then you fell off again. Like, okay, shit, I didn't get it. Like I'm back to like phase one. So, yeah. So, yeah. so back to, like when after three or four months of, yeah, three or four months, uh, where also Gustavo really like said actively like, okay, change, like, let's play with your new narrative, like with this new you and like yeah. and look for confirmation. Yeah. So... So you were ready and then, okay, you were in it for the love of your life. So now you worked on yourself, you were happy with yourself, you love yourself, you forgave yourself. So you're kind of ready for the market, I guess, yeah. to attract to attract just that. What happens? Yeah, this is like when you ask me like, so when did you get back to dating? Uh, honestly, I hate dating. <laughs> I'm still not a fan of it. The whole like... Uh, 
uh, I always say it's more a game than a really real, real play. Mm. So um, I think that was also the struggle after those three or four months. Uh, then it was like, okay, now what? Like, because I don't really like dating. So I had really such a hard block on like, of course I was on Tinder for, for like for years or, and all of that other, other online uh, dating apps. But I was like, oh, I don't really, I don't like it. And so I was really like, okay, but how do I meet him then? Like, wh- where is it going to happen? Like, that's like what, yeah. uh, and, and how is this like manifestation then can kind of work? Uh, work out so, so you were like how 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 yeah i was really in the how uh yeah. like always i also was really stuck in the how because i was like having such a hard block on i'm not going on online dating i'm not gonna do it i it's yeah. not gonna make me happy yeah yeah okay well um you know what i think this is a, a great cliffhanger yeah. actually <laughs> for our next episode and then I'm still wondering who you dated first and how that was. So let's keep that for the next episode of season two of Let Love Rule, the Feel Better podcast. Doreen, thank you for your time and, and thank you for your, for your story. And, and, and for the listeners, just remember divine, remember divine, and we'll talk to you next time.